Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And here we are. Here we are with some some wedding coverage for you. Again. Yeah. We're going to rehash our trip. We're going to talk about the episode and get into all of it. But first, social media. Yeah. And um, anyone new, if you want to go back to last year in June, there's three podcasts. We did, what, two or three, two, one from the Honeymoon Suite and one in during yes. the wedding festivities and then a recap following. Yeah, I believe we like flew home and like did one immediately also. So yeah, there's three total. Of- so there's, yeah, of things that yeah, like when we were sitting in the bar with them after they we were waiting for our room because they had to move out of our room. Anyways, it's we will. Fun um, stuff. I feel like we won't go into like full detail. So yes, go back and listen to those episodes if you want like a more in depth. But we will um, walk along like what we were doing during this episode yeah. because I want to talk about it again because I need to like refresh my memory. Yeah, I was going through pictures again. Some people in the group had said um, that maybe they've joined since we posted the pictures last year. So I was going back to upload them and. Yeah, I was a little refresher. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about my little bench. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the three stories. And then I forgot about Dana not being able to get up to the the rooftop. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, So that was fun. So, yeah, social media. Well, first of all, Lala went on a live IG story tirade, uh, like way up on a soapbox, just shredding Tom and Ariana, um, saying, who the fuck are they and she was saying they weren't there for her when her dad died ariana wasn't there she's like yeah they were my friends in the beginning but then where'd they go they weren't around and like ariana flew to utah when her dad died to be with her and like was constantly there supporting her texting her i don't know like what what do you need to do her argument was that um, a friend should be there in the bad times and the good times and that she hasn't been there in the good times. Oh, just the bad times. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do think is like a tiny bit of an argument because there are like certain friends that like are great at supporting you when things are bad, like because I feel like they possibly get a little bit of joy out of that. Like not fully, like I'm not saying this about Ariana, I'm just talking in general, but like there are people that like just like physically cannot celebrate a success or like they just like don't know how to be around someone who is like happy. So I kind of get what she's saying. I don't think that it that works with Ariana, but I that was like it was a weak argument. You know what I mean? Like that's what she that was her argument. And then she went off on Tom how offended she brought up their reunion it's like we were bringing up something that was filmed a year ago it's like and at the reunion the comments and Tom pretending he can relate to me I'm sorry can your you still call your dad because I can't it's like you can't like measure someone's trauma if his dad was in the hospital and dying he has trauma and feelings about that like yours aren't any more important or worse or better everybody has their own grief so you can't like compare and contrast yeah, he's lucky that his dad did make it. But you can't like rip on him for it. I don't know. It was um like truly but like I watched it and I was very perplexed by it because yes, she was bringing up things that were like we've kind of already dealt with. So I was surprised that she was going bringing it back up. And then um yeah, it was just weird and 
I know that she's sober, but um, if I am looking at her and knowing my own journey, I would say I've seen that look before. So I don't, um, it was almost like a, like an ambience, like rage or something like that look in the eyes. I've seen it before. Mm. I don't know. I mean, that was like old Lala, like when she would go off, you know, it wasn't. And she's like, James, she always blames her anger on it's because I was drinking. So I'm like, well, she was very angry and very righteous and condescending. I'm like, well, is it the alcohol or is it? Is there also another problem, like a well, rage management if you, problem? If you were like, if she's going back to the reunion, and the whole reason why everyone is so mad at Tom and Ariana is the whole pastor thing, right? Like it's all coming back to that. During the reunion, um, Tom and Ariana were addressing Lala about her behavior with Billy Lee, right? And to cover up the Billy Lee thing, she brought up her parent, her dad thing, mm-hmm. which got her out of that. And all Tom and Ariana were doing was saying, "Yes, but it doesn't give you a free pass to go off on people, right?" Yeah. And so, but when Lala was ranting on Instagram or whatever, whatever she was on, um she was skating over that. Like she was like not letting us, she was trying to make it seem like, um, yeah, she said that all they did is turn around and make it about them. They made my dad's death about them. It's like, that's not what they did at all. Yeah. Um, that it actually was about Billy Lee. Yeah. So, um, I thought that was interesting and I thought, gosh, we're like still coming back to this. Like this is still an issue that we're coming back to that was not resolved. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this pastor thing is resolved either because the statements that Jax keeps making and that the others keep making too are, um, no one's taking a stand. No one is truly taking a stand. They're just kind of, um, Christine just keeps saying, well, he's just reciting Bible verses. So what's the big deal? It's like, it was way more than that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but Jax keeps saying, so what? I can still be friends with someone even if we have different opinions. True, but okay. Yeah, so the the Lala thing, I feel like it's just like we're getting like a little sprinkle of what we're going to get in the reunion. They're obviously very, and also we haven't even got into this yet, but the Jax and Tom Sandoval thing has been brewing now for a while and that just had a big explosion. So, um like the line in the sand is drawn. Like it is everyone versus finally, Tom and Ariana. Yeah, but finally Tom and Ariana are speaking up. I mean, Tom finally tweeted. I think he's just sick of it. But, you know, he usually just is pretty quiet. Yeah. On social media, always gives him the bend with the doubt or just chalks it up when he's in interviews says, uh, we're just not, we're not real close now, but you know, we're cordial when we see each other. And, and Jack's like, again, it's like Jack's there's live footage of you and Tom hanging out or Tom doing your makeup on the bus to the, what was it? The golden globes or, or no, it wasn't that big, but you know, like the E awards or whatever. Right. And Jack's literally tweeted. He's like, I haven't seen or talked to Tom since the wedding. Well, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> only for filming, only for filming. And that, you know, yeah. that's work related. And then he like blasts him about says Tom didn't hire Jeremy because he doesn't have the right look and that's when Tom I think I think when they start bringing their family into it I think is when both of them you know like when they brought up Jeremy before and Ariana just lost it so I think it's like they just suck whatever up 
they mute Jack so they don't see it unless people tell them. But then once they start bringing their family into it, then, you know, we, we need Sandoval to step up more. So he did. And he called him a whiny little bitch. <laughs> yeah. Which is true. So finally, let's see more of that. Sandy. So the exact tweet that Jack sent about about um, Jeremy that Sarah's talking about is he said, telling your girlfriend's brother you belong at a tiki bar, not Tom Tom when he's hurting for shifts. No, that's insane. Jeremy is a lot better looking and a better bartender than half of half the staff at Tom Tom. So sit your pretty sit in your pretty house while your younger brother struggles. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Wow. Yeah. So there was. Is like, he struggling? Why does he need to work at Tom Tom? He's a bartender that's working at Sir all the time and on like popular nights. So would he be making more at Tom Tom or what's? Yeah, the way he said struggling for shifts. Like I'm wondering if like he wants to work like way more. Like you know. Maybe. Working two jobs, like you could double up on the shifts. Like maybe he just needs more. Yeah. Um, is Jeremy living in um, Tom's rent control apartment? Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that happened this week, which was hilarious, and I think most of you saw it and got a kick out of it. Um, Stassi sent out her save the dates. What'd you think of them? Um, I thought that they're kind of big for save the dates. It was like a trifold or something. I like, like I got the vibe. I like, I felt, you know, like I was looking at the streets of Italy and I liked it. Yeah. Um, I was a little surprised. Like it wasn't what I expected. I don't know what I was expecting from her, but totally blew me out of the water of like what I was expecting. Okay. Well, it's just save the dates. But what was funny was inside she put, you know, the dates. So the the fourth, they're all going to like what get together, have rehearsal. The, and then the fifth is an open day. And then the sixth is a wedding or something. Yes. And, and then she said for, you know, we have hotel blocks at these hotels. Click on our website to get the details. Here's the website from Dark to Clark. And here's the password. And Randall, on his IG story, posted the save the date, but didn't block any of that out. So everyone in the world immediately logged on to that wedding website, probably crashed it, love it, um, and got the details. How come we haven't seen any screenshots of the website? Um, I saw a screenshot of the details on there. Yeah, I saw that, but I haven't seen anything like from, you think you would think someone would snap like all of the website stuff. I haven't seen it. Mm, yeah i haven't really searched though but i thought for sure we would see something they probably did it real fast yeah um what do you think about the hashtag from dark to clark yeah i mean we've heard it yeah i don't know like do you like jack's got it right better (laughs) i don't know for me like i i don't know that i would like to focus on the negative yes right yeah i would like try to act like that didn't happen you know yeah um, but yeah, <laughs> I thought, it, I mean, I, it, it's hilarious. It's, Thank you, Randall. What do you think that about that? It's a Wednesday wedding. Yeah, that and Andy addressed that too. Did you watch, watch what happens uh-huh. and how he's, he's like, she doesn't like 
weekday weddings. Like that was a little shade and I loved it. I wonder, I mean, my only thought is like people taking off work, they're going to take off a week. And so they're probably going to fly on the weekend, get there, get settled, then have the wedding festivities, be able to take a few days to see other parts and then fly home on the other weekend. Because who's going to take two weeks off to go to someone's wedding? Right. I'm assuming that they're doing it um, or filming on that day. Yeah, because they're like, we're not shutting it down on a weekend. So right. either you do it here or nothing. I think that was probably that whole negotiation process. Yeah. And we've heard that it's been very difficult to find places that are willing to film. A lot of places are not being friendly about filming. And um, yeah. And I'm interested to see what kind of cancellation deposit is going on. You know, because I had a friend that was getting married at like a nice hotel down here and I don't, the venue, I don't know, it was like 50000 or something, but I know he lost like ten grand because they canceled it and it was well enough in advance, like several months. Yeah. But it was like a non-refundable deposit. So I'd be a little nervous about that just because it's a big venue and because it's very iffy right now. Right. So if it gets canceled because of the situation are they going to lose that deposit and if so how much is it or maybe production will eat it i don't know yeah um should look into those venues and see how much they are like in a ballpark yeah and figure out that's like, a good idea what the deposit is mm-hmm. so ten thousand is a 50 i would imagine like with filming and the lighting they're gonna have to do it's more yeah how do you feel about them going i mean she seems very nervous as she should be but I mean, he said on there, like his family's quarantined. So it's oh, very would, directly affecting them. I would be very concerned. And then, you know, not only um, am I putting like myself at risk or whatever, but like the whole film crew and all of your castmates, like out and your friends and family. I mean, it's just, it's a lot to ask of people. And at this point, like I, I may start making like alternate plans that or push the date back or something like, yeah, you know just postpone until I knew what was going on. But I, I also may be doing what she's doing, what she's waiting it out. It's, it's kind of far enough away that hopefully things are under control. I mean, it's like six months. Yeah. But people buy their flights over there in advance. Just, I would advise everyone to get, I guess, a flexible fare that you can change and make sure you get a credit for and, I mean, I've heard that um, anyone who is changing their travel, like they're being super accommodating with yeah. everything. So that's good. Well, I'm having to change my mom's right now or cancel it because she was supposed to fly in on Friday. But then they put out the thing like anyone over 80 really shouldn't fly. Your risk just skyrockets. So she got all nervous. So she drove from they left Minnesota like 6 p.m. Monday and they're already in San Diego this afternoon. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So my sister drove with her and they just like cruised through, stopped in Colorado, stopped in Vegas, and then we're here. That is so nice. Oh my gosh. So that's where I just was. Then I was reading, um, Julia sent me a thing, maybe you saw it on the news, that a flight from Colorado to New York, um, I guess a woman was on there coughing and sneezing and everyone on the plane freaked out and the plane turned around and landed back in Colorado because of it. And I just thought, hmm, that's hitting a little close to home because last week, well, actually, I was flying back from Colorado on Sunday, so that's also hitting close to home. But thank God, I was so grateful I was not coughing. That was the weekend prior. 
And I was coughing a lot on my Dallas flight and people were looking at me. As I said last week, they were putting on masks and fortunately I had a friend with me. So at least, you know, it, it just makes you feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> but, and she's a nurse, so I don't think she'd be flying with me or allowing me to fly if I was a problem. But I felt for that woman because they did, they're like, oh no, it turns out she just had a cold. I'm like, yeah, as do most people, especially right now. And like you said, your mom had it for two weeks and I had it for lingering for 10 days. Um, but how horrible for that woman. Oh, yeah. And I get everyone's freaked out. I understand. I, yeah. It, I mean, anytime that anyone ta- coughs, I'm just like, ugh. like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you try to stay away from people as much as you can right now because you just like there's just so many questions and whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I have like at night been surfing the Internet a little bit, looking at all the prices of like all the places I could go right now. <laughs> Oh, Michaela just said that because I just got back from San Diego and she was like, oh, I'll, she's been reading everything. All the millennials right now are going all over the world because it's super cheap. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> like, it's absolutely insane. Wow. So, hmm. um, yeah, if you we may have to look into that are able to, you know, you might as well. Well, everyone, well, although we got a scare tonight as we were down there, my mom got an alert on her phone because, you know, she's coming to watch the kids with me. Well, Michaela and Ryan go to Ireland on Sunday, but then as we were sitting there a couple hours ago, there was an alert that said Trump cancels all flights to Europe. Yeah. So what are they going to do? Well, the UK and Ireland is not part of Europe. Oh, I didn't know that. So as of right now, it doesn't, you can go there. Aren't they worried that they're going to possibly get stuck there though? That's a concern, but I don't think so because as my mom was saying, um, if you're already there, they have to let you back. And Julia's mom, for example, is in Israel right now. Uh-huh. And she, and which is quarantined, but she left and went there before they started the quarantine. And I think she comes back tomorrow. And apparently they have to let her back in. Huh. So, yeah, obviously that's a worry. But obviously it's a worry for me. <laughs> Suddenly I'm going to be a full-time parent. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I'm sure it's a huge worry for them too. To- um, yeah, so hopefully nothing changes between now and Sunday, but wow, the fact that Europe, uh, but crazy, know. yeah, it's crazy. We'll see. I just hope that everyone gets answers soon, and you know, people don't. I know people are panicking, but we just should do your best to wash your hands and stay healthy and safe. And yeah, everyone was talking about how you're supposed to like. Instead of shaking hands or hugging, bump elbows. And it's like, we were joking tonight. I'm like, what? why can't we just go back to the curtsy? <laughs> and then Marty was like, or bow. Why can't we just bow? I'm like, yeah. that's a great idea. Yeah, I like that. Because I have that big trade show in Vegas in April, and it's to be determined if that's going to be canceled or not, because a lot of them have been. Uh, and you heard Vegas, all the hotels in unison shut down all their buffets. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a power move. For... And the NBA just shut down. Really? Yeah. And and did you hear about Tom Hanks? No. He has coronavirus. Oh. And so does his wife, Rita Wilson. Is that her name? She's just, she's on some show now, isn't she? I just saw a clip of her, like some reality show. They're like... filming something in Australia, like Elv- some Elvis um, movie, and they just confirmed, like he went live on his Instagram or something and says... They have really? it. Really? 
Wow. You know, it takes a famous person for everyone to really know that it's real. <laughs> oh, I know where I saw her. On The Bachelor last night, they were previewing their Bachelor Listen to Your Heart show. Have you heard about that? Uh-uh. So they're basically doing a Bachelor meets The Voice or something. Um, it's all musicians in the Bachelor mansion, and they're trying to make it, but at the same time, trying to find love. Um, oh, that's a good idea. And then they have judges. So like I saw clips of Jewel on there. I saw Rita Wilson, uh, Rita Hanks, Rita Wilson. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Rita yeah. Wilson. Um, so that's I'm like, oh, I hope she's going to make it back for judging. Oh, my gosh. Because I, I think it's, I think it said it starts in like April 3rd or something. You did not watch this season of The Bachelor, right? No, I've been seeing the chatter about it, but. Well, it was. It was a terrible season, but last night was fantastic. I mean, this girl who I wasn't like a fan of, I didn't like her. I did not like her. She was just like, meh. She's just young. So she hasn't, none of the girls had like much to say because they're just young and inexperienced. She slayed it, Hannah Ann. I was like, whoa. Now she had demonstrated what she demonstrated last night throughout the season. I think they would have made her the bachelorette and not Claire. But um, it was really good. And it was so odd because his... His mother was like clapping for her. She totally shunned the girl that he picked. Uh-huh. And and then Michaela showed me she's on another contestant's Instagram. I can't wait to see you again. Let's do lunch and a shopping day. Like she's just staying strong. Like she hates Madison. Wow. That's really interesting. You've never seen a parent like and then so he it was getting really awkward so then chris harrison asked the dad and you kind of at first you thought oh he's going to be like well whatever peter what makes him happy he was standing by his wife oh and it was fun to watch so that was the best part of the season so anyways well should we talk about tonight's episode yes so we start off um, at the castle. They're getting dressed for the rehearsal dinner. You guys can see the rooftop pictures of that on the castle on our Facebook page, Vanderpump Rules Party, private Facebook group. Join it. There's lots of inside footage from Holly and I, but also had there and Penny and some others that were there. Um, their footage, us on the honeymoon bed or the, the rooftop when they were getting ready for the rehearsal dinner. But we see Katie in her swimwear attire outfit. And Lala's like, oh, my God, your butt is so amazing in that outfit. It's like a bubble in her, like, what I describe as like a pool sarong. And now that I we were there, it does make a little more sense because it was so hot and humid that maybe Katie was being smart by just wearing a swimsuit and sarong to the rehearsal. Yeah. Um, need to dip in the pool. I definitely have that like laced through my notes is um, you can tell how miserable everyone is in the heat. They're trying to play it off, but they're all sweaty. Yeah. Um, like when Lala returned that dress to, did she return it to Sheena? Mm-hmm. She's like, here's your dress. It's like, ew, get that dry cleaned because yeah. you sweat in that thing. Like that's disgusting. Sheena doesn't want to take that home to Marina Del Rey. Like launder <laughs> it, please. Yeah. She's not going to wear it there at the castle after you yeah. already wore it. And like with how sweaty you are there, like. Yeah, I did hear like cast and interviews and whatnot. I know Stassi complained saying the rehearsal was way too long and drawn out because A, it was hot and humid. And then it was just so long because after, you know, so many bridesmaids and groomsmen outside doing the walkthrough and then they go to dinner upstairs outside 
Um, and there was Excuse a lot of bugs me. too. So they're also probably getting eaten alive outside at dinner. And then they turned the dinner into a murder mystery, which I heard dragged on for hours. And then they were all supposed to go out to Bell's and party that night. So that's a very long, long day and night. Every time that we are around them for filming, I am, I, I almost back off of them for a little bit because it is, their schedule is insane. So when you hear them complain about their schedule, like sometimes it's like, oh, like, is it really hard for you to go to lunch and then like shoot a scene at the bar? What a hard, like try going to work nine to five, seven days, you know, like what normal people do, like try doing that. Yeah. But, um, this schedule and the ones that we've seen before where they are out, I mean, they are out till four in the morning. Like it is insane. And, um, it's like they, it's a grueling schedule. It really is. Yeah. But it is only three months. Well, now it's more like yeah. now they're filming. True. It's, it's changed well, for sure. Now they're earning the paycheck though. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and the endorsements and the, ads and opportunities mm-hmm. so yes yes still not going to boohoo about that much harder job still um think about the you know construction workers road workers when it's stifling hot and they have to be in full gear <laughs> yeah anyways so okay then they go to Brittany, thanking everyone she's in that heart dress like someone said she's like that dress is like for a four-year-old girl. I'm like, well, yeah, that's why she's wearing it because she's a princess. She is a four-year-old girl in her head, people. Have we not like figured that out already? Um, but props to her. I'll give it to her for wearing that dress over and over again. So there's nothing more I like to see than people reusing clothes, like relatable. Yeah, I do like that too. Because she wears it in her uh, little commercial ads on her IG all the time. She wore it at the rehearsal dinner. Did she wear it in some engagement I feel like photos? that clothing line sponsors her. I think that's why we're seeing it. I, okay. tr- I really do. Do they only have one dress? No, they have a lot. And she, like <laughs> the polka dot one that she was on the balcony, that's the same brand. Oh. And then the heart one, like they're all the same. Yeah. You know. So then they're thanking everyone and they get interrupted by the dumb murder mystery man. Right then and there. I mean, I, I'd be with Lala. I'd be like, oh, God, can I just go to my room and chill out or go to the bar? <laughs> I'm all for a murder mystery, but we did see the reviews on this there. And also, after a long day like that and you're full from dinner and you know you have to go out to this bar and party, it's just too much. That should be one event. I mean, here's the thing that I like. I feel about like it always sounds like a great idea. Like it's like, Oh, like there'll be entertainment during our party. Like that's such a good idea. But, um, the only thing that that's worse than having to be at a murder mystery party is like watching strangers play it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to watch Stassi asking the person questions and like, like I'm not even playing and I don't want to watch you play. Like it's, it was, it didn't translate well. True. Um, and yes, I totally think that when you're going to something like that, I don't, 
whenever like I've gone to like a rehearsal dinner or something, it's not like you're like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this for so long. Like this is so exciting. That's what the, that's the bride's job. But everyone that's there is kind of doing the bride a favor. They're, you know, you're, you're there, you're supportive, but Mm. it's, it's a lot. So to, yeah, to throw the heat in the long day and then a murder mystery party, I was, I definitely was. Well, and you think about it, like, I don't know if they, if Jackson Brittany paid for all the castle rooms or if the couples paid for their own rooms, but certainly all the other people at the Hilton, they paid for their own rooms. The bridesmaids, groomsmen, they pay for their dresses and tuxes. And then like with this onesie thing, she uh, clearly they all had to buy their own because she said, the only rule I said is you have to be something that would live in a castle. So I'm like, okay, so everyone had to go buy their own. So now you got to go buy a onesie too, which I'm sure wasn't cheap. Well, and then like you have to like coordinate with everyone too right. because like you don't want like seven dragons or like to copy like what she's going to be the mermaid with the shells on her boobs is that like a castle thing well ariel like was in a castle when she married prince eric oh like an underground sea castle or something well she got her legs and she got to you know go <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is like a totally different kind of castle like bo bo Bo's little thing was more appropriate. That was more on theme. This dumb little nighty, like, okay, <laughs> class clown, another outfit, Bo, you're so funny. <laughs> and the Sandoval's like, dude, you're out Sandovaling me. It's like, no. Yes. Anyways, um, so Stasi was thrilled saying, this, I was born for this. And because she likes to, you know, stake claim on, being the only person in the world that started this trend on murder, even though Dateline existed before she was born. Just saying, as did a lot of true crime. Shout out to Ann Rule. Some of you guys in the group um, were into that as well. So love hearing that. Um, yeah. That, oh, okay. And then, of course, I mean, at least he finished it off right. But, of course, you know, I love murder. I love everything murder. And then cue Jerry's montage of Stassi talking about murder. The black and white thing. Yes. At least they incorporated other cast members into that little thing that they keep doing. It's like they're doing the... Someone thought one of their little skits were funny, one of their little vignettes, and so they just keep doing it, kind of like James keeps doing the American accent, which normally I love, but as we discussed last time, eh, it's not always landing. And, you know... You need to do these things like sprinkled in, not like, oh, I guess it's the joke all the time now. Yeah, like they each can't have like a little shtick that happens every single week. Yeah, um, it's too much. Like we, we've we been with them for so long. We need to be given a little more credit as a viewer. You know, like we know that Stassi likes murder. Like do it more subtly. Um, like ha- they should have had her in on the game and then have her come out as like a character that she was the killer or something like, so then we could be like, she loves murder. Let us say it. Let us say it instead of like shoving it down our throats that like she loves murder. It would have been more fun just to have like five grooms people be the, you know, potential killers. Yeah. Something, some sort of like little twist. Although I did feel like the, um, I thought that the murder mystery people did a really good job on camera. Like they were like pretty interesting to look at and I don't know. 
I loved when they oh. got more airtime than like Rachel and Kara at the wedding so far. You know what I mean? Like they what were. What are you talking about? I saw Rachel behind like 19 people on the rooftop of Bells. Did you catch that? I saw her there. And then I also saw her way in the background at the meet and greet. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she was mouthing. But again, no words were coming out. Yeah. No but sound. I mean, she really, you know, that's like two shots that. Yeah. Yeah. She nails those silent. Um, she would have been a great silent film star. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Huge. <laughs> she nails that role. <laughs> so I love that Lala, like, really had no interest in it, didn't bother doing anything, and then won. And, like, you could tell Stassi was just pissed. She's like, this is my thing. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. So then her and Lala sit down, and they start talking about Kristen, but the little girl comes up and takes Stassi's purse. Now, someone made a really good point. They were like, I hope there wasn't any Adderall in that purse. Oh, gosh. And I think she's off the Adderall, but there could have been like Xanax or whatever else. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know if I should share what I like. I wrote in my notes, IVF baby steals purse. Oh, was that Presley? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you should say IVF baby. I think you should say Jax is paid for baby. I mean, she's adorable. She is so stinking cute. I can't even handle it. Um, so that was a cute scene. I liked that. I liked that Stassi was like, just let her have it. It was cute. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So now comes an annoying scene. Stassi and Lala are sitting down and they're just starting to talk. They're just like, so what's going on? And, um, you know, she's like, oh, and then like, Katie comes over and she's like, Stassi, what are you talking about? You know what? I had a whole flashback of season one when it was like Stassi and Kristen or Stassi and Sheena, somebody, two people were talking and Katie rolls up and they like stop and look at her and they're like, yeah. She's like, well, I just want to be part of the conversation. You know, do you remember that scene? I kind of do. She didn't say anything. She had nothing to contribute. And these two people were hashing something out. So it had nothing to do with her. And she still had to come over. Yeah. So it's like, okay, she wants to be in the shot. She wants airtime. And that's and basically that's she's like, Zosie, what are you talking about? It was like the timing was just really like it felt really. Um, it's like, just have them start together. If we're all going to like, right. we don't have to like do this little, hey, guys, uh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if like two people are in the middle of something like you there's just, nothing more annoying no. than when you're having a conversation with someone and someone comes over and you're like, do I even want to like give them an intro to what's going on? Or am I just going to let them catch up as we're going? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, ugh. so she wanted to be part of the shot. Yeah. Um, so then they say they're talking about Kristen and then Katie does a big eye roll and they're saying they're talking about Carter and how he's coming and Katie's like, well, he's not even, he's not even invited. Like he's just her guest. He wouldn't be invited without her. And I thought, well, that's really cruel because think about it. Carter has been in the group way longer than Bo. Yes. In fact, didn't, wasn't Bo Carter's friend. That's how they introduced them. They were Carter and Kristen's friends. I think so. Yeah. Um, so why is Bo invited? Um, and also like rude, He's obviously he's been on these trips, some of them, not all of them. You've been hanging around this group for four years and you wouldn't even invite him like he's only Kristen's guest. Like, I don't know. Is that true or is that just Katie? 
That was really rude. Um, I also, well, I don't know. Because I feel like they've talked about it so much that it could be true. Um, but what I loved the most is as like but those... look at some of the people they invited to the wedding. I know. Like Stephen McGee, they met, what, once? Uh, like at a bar in New York and Lauren Workus. Like you're not... You guys don't even watch Summer House. Like why are these randos, Shep, why are these randos invited to the wedding but like this guy you've hung out with for four years? Oh, he's lucky to be invited only because he was with Kristen? Like... And if you That's look rude. at if you look at the other people that were invited out of their friends, every single person they've ever hung out Correct. with was there. Yes. Did like, you see him in that? And he was even at the castle the night before for yes, the guys thing. Yes. I was like, wow. And that was a little frightening. Yeah, it was. Uh, but maybe he was there because he always brings the Pepsi. Yeah, yeah maybe. That's what I've heard. I think he has like some kind of membership at Costco or something where he gets a deal on crates. I mean, that makes me want to be friends with him, but he doesn't look like that much fun. <laughs> like, it never looks like he's like, like the life of the party. It always looks like, I don't know, he's Everyone's about like, to solve a mystery or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, okay, wait. So the three girls are sitting there, they're talking shit or whatever, and they span, they like, the, the camera goes er, over to Kristen, and she's like animated talking holding a sig she's holding a sig behind her and she's talking to sheena and i think rachel or something Sorry, wasn't there a non-smoking policy at the castle uh, that's what i wanted to ask you yes i believe there was especially on the rooftop i would i feel like Kristen like is usually a rule follower so what what was going on <laughs> exceptions um, stories they be a change in Speaking of Carter. <laughs> Soon, um, you guys, we're going to do a review of Kristen's book. And, oh, have you started it yet? No. Did okay. you? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do it this week. Um, oh, my God. It's so good. I heard a couple couple clips about it. Um, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll do it all this weekend weekend. Cool. I think, I think you'll really like it. Okay. So maybe next week we can recap. Um. Okay, so... So then Kristen comes over and basically does the same thing. Like, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, yo, actually. She's like, oh, I love that. Which is funny. It was like, good comeback. Yeah. And they're, just, again, talking about Carter. And she's like, of course he's coming. Like, he's my best friend. And he's part of this group. He's my best friend. And then Katie clearly takes that personal, does another eye roll. Like, oh. I would just like to point out, and I, I think we've already done this, but I'm going to repeat myself. Carter is this season's faith. He is not able to defend himself. It looks like next week he's going to come on. But we talk about Carter, 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 Carter. And then, like, basically, we're on episode 10. He's been brought up every single episode. He, like, they are ending the friendship with her over this. And... We're not even seeing him. Just like the whole last season was about faith, 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 faith. It's like they never gates. let her say a word. And we have to just like yeah. create this whole thing. I don't know. It's like Puppygate, but they never had the woman that Dorit gave the dog to on the show to tell her story. Yeah. It's like, come on. And like, then that was like, that was the only thing they ever talked about. Yeah. It's like, finish the story. Yeah. And it's not even, is this really a story? Like, is this all you guys can drum up? Um, so I, I, you know, 
they're kind of getting on her. But I, I thought Kristen did the mature thing right away and said, look, let's not do this now. I'm going to go to Bell's and party with Brittany. I would love to party with you guys at Bell's. And then, which I thought, hey, that's a mature thing to do. Let's not ruin Brittany's day. Yes. And then Stassi just freaks out. You can't even be real for one second. second. Yeah. With her famous finger point. Um, and she's like, well, what? Because you don't like my answers? That's not real? It's like, yeah. Okay. Like, I truly have a question about this scene. Like, where was she not real? Right. Like, what happened that Stassi was able to jump to, like, that level of, like, accusing her of not being real? Like, it'd be one thing if she was like, well, you know, like, Carter is coming because, like, it, it. there was not, Kristen didn't do anything that, like. He is part of the group. He is her plus one. Why is she supposed to disinvite him? They are still friends. He was her best friend. Stassi, just like you say, Bo is your best friend. The Babas call themselves best friends. Baba's like, I married my best friend. So it's like, why are you eye rolling that she called him? They've been together like four years, but you know, three, four years. Like, And we've seen this time and time again on this show. Like, remember when Sheena dragged Shay to um, Katie and Tom's wedding and he was so freaking miserable. Yeah. He's laying there and just like, pillows over a huge like huge fight so like they can come and like possibly ruin a wedding with like they're fighting but Kristen can't bring carter like it's the same thing Mm -hmm. like they both had like had the potential to like be a problem yeah so she tried so Kristen says that oh you don't like my answers and lala's like tries to step in but Kristen can see like Katie's like faces, the faces Katie always makes the and she's Ugh. like, and you, all you do is you're just a bitch to me. And which again, true. Um, and then Katie just goes off on her proving Kristen's point. Okay. I, I, gosh, I didn't write down exactly what happened here, but Lala stepped to her again out of the two when it should have been Stassi or Katie, like right. one of her like really good friends bringing it up. Lala is stepping in and saying and trying to say, well, why is Carter coming? And um, Kristen just couldn't take it anymore. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to say to you, you're a bitch. And uh, she just couldn't hold it in. And that's what, and then Stacy, uh, Stacy, <laughs> Katie defends, um, Lala saying like, well, you're a bitch, Kristen. You're him, acting like a bitch or whatever. Let's start calling him Stacy and Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them would love that. Music kills Kathy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Kathy. And then Stacy just can't <laughs> get over it. Um, so then, okay, here's where I I really like Brittany. I know everyone's jaws just drop. Shocker. <laughs> but the camera pans over to her, like clearly mic'd up. She's like, oh, God, what are they talking about? God, I wish they just stopped fighting. Like, shut up. It's like, thank you. Yeah. Um, like, they can't let it go. They already ruined her, what, bachelor party? Yeah, bachelor party when they were fighting at the table. They ruined another thing by fighting. And there's like, yet again, another party that they're fighting at. And. I would get irritated if I was her. It's just like, can you guys just suck it up for one night? Like, shut up. And I like that she said it. And especially like when it's over Carter. Like, right. let it go. Like, who cares? Right. He's not like exactly the most offensive character we've no. ever seen on the show. Exactly. Like, I think that's like what is bothering me the most. It's like, 
like get upset over James because James treated everyone like shit and James is probably going to go off and really create a, a scene. Carter's not going to create a scene. He's no. not going to go off on anyone. Like he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't get it. So then Brittany literally runs over to stop it. She's like, enough. We're going to Bell's. And Katie's like, what you just saw, what you witnessed was the end of a friendship. Like, okay, Katie, again, like that's really what Brittany wants to hear right now, that all her bridesmaids now hate each other. They're no longer friends. Good job, Katie. Like in that moment, like she truly was music kills Kate, where she's like this emo like girl. And she's like, what you just witnessed was the death of me. You know, like something where it's like, (laughs) okay, Katie, like stop being so dramatic. Like you say you only hear what I want to. (laughs) She's like, you know, like acting like she's like just super emo. And then she lives in like a mansion in Utah or something. You know, like you can't. (laughs) Yeah. Like Lala. Yeah, Lala exactly. Both Tupac. Of, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm the white Tupac, okay? Um I, I could have sworn in like one of the um the scenes that Brittany was like, and then we're going to the bells. Is it the bells or bells? She did say the bells, but I thought it was just bells. Me too. I mean, like, I love that she calls it the bells. Like, like is that a local thing? Like I, I wanna call it that. The bells. Well, they did show the whole sign. We could go back and see if it says. It said bells, bells, I believe, but they didn't actually like it wasn't all the all of our Kentucky people. Let us know. Is it the bells or bells? So we're not going there yet, are we? To bells? Are we going? No, no, no. But we're talking about bells. That's all. Yeah. So next we go over to Sir. Um, And I would actually just kind of like to talk about the whole data max scene in one thing instead of this back and forth shit or okay i know it's like jumps ahead but it's like it's literally like i have one line and then you know four paragraphs later there's the other half of that scene so it's just kind of it was a dumb scene um really liked dana in it though um my my respect went up i mean i always respected her i just i was like didn't care like we said we don't care about their relationship so when she confronts Max about what the other um, bartender tells her, oh, wait, we even go, okay, I'm jumping ahead. I was thinking that was last week that the other server told Dana. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're at Sir. Dana's working. Another server comes up to her that used to date Max and that we heard about that Danica had warned her about and said, you know what he did to this girl? And you know what he did to that girl? Like told the stories, right? The war stories of how Max has screwed over half the staff at Sir. Yes. Um, and Dana was like, well, whatever, that's a pass. We have a different relationship. Um, so this girl comes up to her and said, you know, you know, we had a pass, but regardless of that, I was out the other night and saw him sitting with a girl at Jones and they seemed very, you know, cozy. It's, it didn't seem like it was his sister or anything like that. She had dark hair and was kind of thoughty. <laughs> Did she say thoughty? Yes. <laughs> I heard the big boobs and whatnot. She goes, and so I told Danica, and of course, we like Insta-stalked, and we found her. So this is her. And so Dana looks at the picture. And she's like, oh, my God, she's wearing a TomTom Pride shirt. Like, only Max has those. And like, I don't even have one. So... I th- I think that's uh, that would be a little annoying. Yeah, especially since Pride just happened, so it's not like an old shirt or an old picture. 
This is very recent. Yeah. So this is where I said I wanted to skip ahead where she just confronts him. Yeah. Um. So Max comes over to Dana's. He's like, hey, what's up? She's like, do you have anything to tell me? He's like, no. And so she says, well, who's this girl? Are you dating her exclusively as well? And he's like, no. And he's just, he gets really defensive. His stupid little confessional. He's like, I'm just really sick of having to defend myself. It's like, oh, boo-hoo, Max. Maybe don't like fuck over every girl. Um, And also that you work with or work adjacent to. I mean, he's just such a freaking weasel. Like just it, so cocky. Yeah. Condescending. The, the way he was answering and just, it was just and then, like ugh. later he says he blames Danica. He's like, she's, she's trying to ruin my life. He's like, I need it. When he's talking to James, he's like, I want her 86th. It's like, again, his little power move. You know how he said like, I'm the GM at Tom Tom. I can have any one of them kicked out. It's mm-hmm. like, shut up. Up, but that's basically he was like he's basically trying to do a power move over Danica. It's like you're such a little weasel. Just the way he talks about women and just how well Dana, I think she's taking it more seriously than I am. It's like no, she's not. You're the one that asked her to be exclusive, much like you were the one pursuing Sheena and then turning it around and talking like she was crazy and she read too much into it. It's like no, we all read it, read it. So (laughs) literally, you that your argument has no weight has no legs so he explains oh that's just a girl he's like she's from san diego i I dated her but like it's nothing um but she moved to la and i was just trying to ease her off me like wow okay because you are that big of a catch like just all these women you know i gotta try to ease them off i don't want to hurt their feelings i just try to like wean them out you know what what else was i supposed to do just ghost her like Okay. So she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. She's like, I, I don't think this is going to work. She's like, fuck it. She's like, let's just call it. We're done. Boom. That's all she wrote. I'm like, nice. She just handled that real swift. He was like... I mean, I was celebrating with her until I saw the preview for next week, and I'm just like... Oh. Yeah, then it's all like... Screech. Um, and then she dips his necklace into the toilet and like buries it in the litter box, which power move. Love that. Um, did you notice his mom has really been latching on strong to Yeah, Dana she went on the Vegas trip. And like they were going to get Vanderpump mom tattoos. It's like, easy there, hon. Um, your son is barely on the show. He's barely hanging on by a thread. Uh, is Are you a Vanderpump mom? That's a stretch. Yeah, um, and it doesn't seem like Jax is going to let go of the racist thing either. Like, he keeps tweeting about it, you know, about, like, saying, like, Tom lets racist people work at TomTom, so I guess that's cool. Is that what he said? Yeah. But yet he always defends saying he loves Max. Yeah, no, but yeah, anything to slam, if he can slam on Tom, then he'll do it, you know? God, he's so... He's just, he doesn't realize like everything he says is contradictory to something else he has said like a day before. It's like he's so dumb. Circles and circles of just like stupidity. Yes. It's Ugh. like, if you're going to lie, like go to back to old Jacks when you were a good liar. Like plan out your lies, plan out, lay out your story, stick with it. Like you, now he's just like vomits out the mouth. It does, it's like there's no brain left. 
It's and then fried. and then if someone points it out, he's like, screw you. You know, like, it's, yeah. Why do you follow me then? Yeah. Like, Sweetie. And actually, Jax, here's a newsflash. People don't have to follow you. They can just look you up because you're public. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they saw someone that they do follow comment and it came up in their feed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's enough with them. And I, I hope she doesn't go back to him next uh, next week. I know. It's, it's, ugh. He, he just needs to go. He, he's condescending. He's a weasel. He's a dick. He's not anything. All right. If Jax's statement is true, oh, Jeremy doesn't have the right look for Tom Tom. I'm like, but Max does? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, not a competition for me. Okay. So we go back to Bell's, and this is where all of us went and we had heard that's where they were going and filming. And clearly half of Lexington had heard that too. Cause there were tons of fans waiting and prepped um, just like us on the rooftop, but it was sweltering hot. It was so crowded. The lighting guys were there. Production was there setting up cameras and lighting, like literally squatting at all of our feet. You, it was almost like mosh pit packed and yes this is the this is this has happened to us numerous times where the production people will not shut down an area and they will just like move dangerous equipment around a large group of people and they don't care if it falls down or anything like there's absolutely no care for the public at all they basically put a ladder over holly's body while she was pregnant and were like dropping tools and shit it's like hello it was great. Like yeah. there, ha- I would think that there would be some sort of like regulation to yeah. how they don't think they it was, work. Don't think it was OSHA approved. No, we should we should complain. So yeah, so <laughs> bells. Uh, this this place was um, so on the rooftop. It was packed. Every there was all these um, young kids up there, and some who. Knew filming was, and some who didn't know anything about. I would say ninety percent didn't know, but they knew enough that it was going to be filmed. And they like, why were they standing there if they didn't know? Like it was, Mm -hmm. it's like when people are like, I don't watch TV. It's like, then why are you here? Like if if you don't want, you don't care. Like everyone cared, so um, everyone was slammed up there, and I'm talking for like a long time. I'm going through my photos right now. And we start standing up there. Our first, the first picture is at 947 is when I took my first picture. And then we're waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, And then my last picture is at 1133. That's when I walk downstairs. And that's when you see uh, Lauren uh, Workus and um, what was that girl that was with them? The, the morning. Oh, the girl with no job. Or yeah, the girl with no job. Yeah. Claudia Osprey. Yes. She was there. Um, Steven. Yes. And that was um, who both of those people aren't even on Bravo anymore. So why were they there? Was really weird. So that was like at like 1150. And um, we had been waiting like we'd been waiting up there since nine o'clock. It was there was you couldn't get a drink because if you moved, you lost your spot. It was a hundred degrees. The humidity was insane. Yeah. So- and it was just like, wh- what are we doing? Like, I don't care to see them come up here. Oh, and then yeah. stupid Dana and Katie's mom were up there. Like uh, just making like asses of themselves. Yeah. 
So like, I was, in, <laughs> I was in heels. So my feet already hurt, and then I could only stand there. There was nowhere to sit, and I thought, well, I could get a drink, ease my pain. Nope, the drink line was massive, and then I thought, why would I get a drink when I can't even go to the bathroom um, up here? I'd have to go downstairs. So after a while, I said, you know what? They have to come in downstairs. They're not going to get choppered onto the helicopter or onto the rooftop, right? So I say, I will take one for the team. Not really selfishly. I, I can sit down downstairs and get a drink. So there's three levels. The first level, you go in, um, you know, where they check your IDs. There's a pool table and a bar down there. And that area is pretty rowdy. So I started there and sat on this bench right by the door, which is all these windows. And you can see it when they're walking in, they pass all these windows. So I was sitting right there because I thought, okay, then I can immediately tell Radio Holly and Heather and Penny and everybody um, to be on alert. They're coming in. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. Well, it, it just took forever and I got bored. So then I went up to the second floor, which was super spacious. There was lots of tables that I had, um, a really nice bar. They made actually really good drinks. I was a little shocked about that because the place was a little mildewy and redneck. Like it was just a little, like, for example, there was a table next to me and someone had broken a bunch of glasses onto the floor and no one ever cleaned it up. It was a full-on, like, college partying bar. Oh, and then you guys saw the picture I posted of the two girls in front of me bent over puking into the trash can. Yeah. Inside the bar. Yeah. Didn't make it to the bathroom. There were some people that were totally lit upstairs, too. It was crazy. Yeah. So I basically bounced between first floor and second floor. But when I was on the second floor, I sat right by the staircase, which you have to come up to get to the third floor. So either way, I'm going to catch people and give everyone upstairs a heads up. So I see Dana and Terry, and at this point I'm thinking, maybe I should go up. Maybe I'm going to miss my opportunity, and if Dana and Terry are here, they're probably close behind. So I go, but now they're not letting people up to the rooftop. It's at max capacity. I think they know the cast is coming, so it's just locked out. You can't get up there. Well, Terry had made it up, but they weren't letting Dana through, and she was wasted, and she was throwing a scene like... Uh, you see where Stassi learned her meltdowns. It was very entertaining. And I was like, shit, I can't get up there. But I'm like, oh. So the security was not letting Dana up. Terry had already <laughs> slipped through. She's like, I'm on the list. I'm on. They're like, we're at max. No one's getting up here. No one. And she just argued with them for like five minutes. Suddenly Terry comes down the stairs and like talks to the security. And then a production person comes down, joins Terry talks to security and then they grab uh Dana's hand and like literally pull her up the stairs like they kind of like bullied the security guard into and then he got all pissed he was not he's like you're lucky you're getting through he's like no one else is getting through I don't care who you are literally yelled at the crowd and I was like okay I'm not gonna try (laughs) yeah so I just went back to my post and we waited and waited and yeah so they finally get there and they're kind of roped off in their little area that we saw them set up. And uh. Yeah, it's always so interesting to see like what they show and like how it was interesting also to see like how the Kentucky Castle filmed, you know, and how Bell's filmed too, because that's not how it was at all. Like that is, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it filmed better than it was. Yeah. And yeah. 
So um, then they get up. They do a little like flash over the crowd. They have T. Sandy breaking out some boy band dance moves. Um, then Brittany's talking with Sandoval, say, I'm so glad you're actually here, which was nice. Um, but, and then next to Sandoval is Bo. Well, then Kristen comes over. She's like, Hey, can I take your place? And he's like, Oh, sure. So Sandoval goes off and talks to Brittany and Kristen confronts Bo. She's like, what, what happened? Like you used to be my boy. Uh, you know, we were friends before you even dated Stassi. Like, you know, she's saying, bitch, you wouldn't even be with her if it wasn't for me. So where's the respect? You know, she's like, well, now you're all distant. And like, he's like, oh, I'm sorry. She comes first. She's my world. She's all I care about. She's like, she's all you care about. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was funny. She's like, you're just so self-involved, all of you, which I loved. And I feel like, like I feel like this totally got twisted. Like, Kristen was drunk, so there's that. Yeah. But I feel like what sh- she wasn't saying, like, Bo, I should be number one in your world. No. She was just kind of questioning, like, how much he's changed and, like, where they are right now. She's like, sad that they're not close anymore or, yeah, it's different. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to be, but she's just expressing, like, she misses them, sadness, there's distance. She'd like to have that connection again. But, yeah, she wasn't being, like... I should be number one. You knew me first. She wasn't saying that. Yeah, sh- Stassi shouldn't be your whole world. Like that—that's absolutely not what she said. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that Kristen is very happy for Stassi that she's found someone that makes her happy. Like I don't. Yeah. That—that that was bizarre. So he flips it. He's like, "Well, let's just stop being unselfish for a minute here, and let's just like enjoy Britney's party or be, you know, do this for Britney." It's just I don't know. It was a little he he jumped to a conclusion kind of like Stassi's rubbing off on him where he just jumps and he's like whoa 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 easy you know what do you think about like him getting like this is now like the third scene where he's literally jumped in with Stassi's friends to kind of set up for the full story of what's going on with their friendship like there's another one coming on the beach remember yeah Bo is literally like polling scenes. It's crazy. Huh. Um, and then they really got Lala making her money this episode too, or this whole season. Like she's having to come in and like, um, like she's talking to Brittany and she's like, Brittany, like, do you know if Lisa's coming? And she's like, well, whenever I was in LA, whenever, whenever, whenever I was in LA, I texted her and said, you know, um, I hope everything's okay. Like, like she had to circle back and like do the little Randall surprise. Like it was just annoying. Yeah. So that's it for bells, right? Uh-huh. So then we go over to Jackson, Brittany and their suite. Now, did you see the giant box of Advil behind them? Yes. <laughs> like that's a big box. And Mitchell comes over with Jax's dad's urn. Now, like, you're going all the way to Kentucky into the Kentucky castle and asking your wedding planner to find you the urn you're going to put your father in. That seems a little, little bit of a stretch. Let's talk about Mitchell for a second. We saw a lot of Mitchell at the we castle. We saw a Mitchell, like, I don't really want to give Mitchell a shout out, but, um, cause I, I didn't ever think he was very friendly, but, um, that guy worked his ass off. Yeah. He was working 
day and night and he still found time to film like that is incredible and find an urn and find an urn and like everything else that they made him do where he's gen- and like clean after Brittany and Jax's disgusting peeing dogs all over the place. Yeah. Um, so he walks in with a bag and he presents this um, device that Jax can put his father's ashes in. And the first thing I did was go to the website and search to see if I could find it. Um, <laughs> it's not on the website, so it must be a special order item. It looked like an ice bucket. It did. Like a wooden ice bucket or like a tissue box with a top or... Yeah, yeah, like a hotel with the... Yeah. I mean, I liked it, but yeah, super odd that you would travel like that with something so special and not kind of have a game plan of how you are going to incorporate like those ashes into your wedding. Yeah. Or... You had a year to plan. Yeah, like, (laughs) you know... Yeah. A certain box that you would use. Like, and did you already find that box? Like you take him on cruises every day and carry him around your house. Like one would have thought you might have already done something like that and found no, something. No, it's always been was, in that cardboard box. Like in all of his stories my, and everything. It's like it's, my cat. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, but I also I also feel like there's like there's sometimes there's things in life where like it's too sad and you are unable to like make a decision like that. Like you can't even. Yeah. So if that's the case, then that was, I mean, the wedding planner did not have time to do anything extra. So I don't know how he pulled this off. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, he's not a funeral planner. Okay. And I, and I also think that he films pretty well. Like, um, he was like kind of odd to look at in person and I still think he looks odd on TV, but not as odd as he was in person. Did you like he's he kind of pulls it off. OK. OK. So Stassi and Bo in bed. And how smart is it to have a vomit day? Oh, my God. That's great. Like and it's so romantic, too. It's like we're going to party and then we're going to have a day to vomit and then get married. <laughs> like, how about we just go with spa day relaxation day pool day no vomit day yes so they're in bed and talking about what we heard in the bar when we were there we heard Kara and Brittany and Jax and Zach later talking about how Tom and Katie didn't because they were saying well about your marriage license and certificate was it Kara that said well what did Tom and Katie do and Jack's revealed nothing. They're not married. They don't have a license. They're not. And so they were like, well, then they're not married. It's like, yep, they never got a license. They never got that certificate. Um, and that's what we heard them talking about when we were in the bar with them. Yes. At the castle when they were, when we were waiting for our room as who probably Mitchell was packing up their shit and uh, moving rooms. I think that was so rude of them. They knew they had to move and then they just left the premises, left all their shit there. I'm sure they thought, oh, the castle will let us keep it. They'll just move the other guests. Or like, or, or the guests weren't going to come or something like that. Like they were betting, they, they lost that bet for I, sure. I can just hear Jack's, fuck it. Let's not, let's not do it. Let's just go. Let's go to the farm. Fuck it. What are they going to do? Move our stuff? No, they're not. They can't touch our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they were definitely gambling on that. Yeah. So 
I'll respect the hotel for honoring our reservation. Thank you. Yeah, that's the only thing they did. <laughs> um, so uh, Stasi's like, so they tell Stasi and Bo or whatever that they're not actually married because they don't have the marriage license. She's like, and then we see this. I'm shooketh. The preview scene we saw all, you know, so many times. I'm like, gosh, what is Stasi shooketh about? And it turns out it's just like over something dumb. Um, no. and they were saying about taxes and Jack's like, how do you, how do you do your taxes? He's like, well, we file married, but separately. So I posted a question and we got the answers. Like, I was like, is that legal to like file married when you're not married? But I guess if you do it separately, it is. And also if you've lived together for five years federally, it's, it's fine. Cause you're common law, but not in California. So I don't know. I, all I thought, and who cares? All I thought was, I'd be a little nervous, Tom, talking about potentially fraudulent tax returns because we saw, saw what happened to another Bravo couple when they bragged a little bit too much about their finances. Anything tax-related, bank-related, I would not be volunteering on camera if there was any questions around it because it didn't work out so well for uh, Teresa and Joe. That's true. So... Anyways, so then Sandoval's talking about, well, no, Bo is telling Stassi what happened with his conversation with Kristen, and she's like, see, like, I am the number one person, not her, and it's like, yeah, no one said you weren't, but she just got so cocky, because she's like, you know what, once this wedding's done, bye, it's like, okay, yeah. So Sandoval's talking about how Schwartz was so wasted. He was peeing. He's peeing all over the seat, dude. And Tom's like, no, no, I don't do that. And Katie's like, yeah, you do, Bubba. I've sat in your pee like 40 times at least. Ew. They didn't need to know that. (laughs) Yuck. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) It's just when, um, when they were talking about that. No, that wasn't Stassi's room. Okay, the poop conversation that's later. Katie. So she sat in his pee 40 times, but then we go, Jackson Schwartz go over to Bo's room, and that's when Bo is wearing the Grandpa Joe nighty, and that was the scariest thing I've ever seen. And I've, I watched Jax Taylor on TV, so enough said. I was absolutely speechless. I paused it and I looked and I I said, no, no, this something is wrong with my TV. (laughs) Um, There's no way that someone would show this. Like there's there's just no way. There's no way that Stassi finds that attractive. There's no way. Yeah. That was it's a hard sell. It was really horrifying. It really was. I don't know. Remember, like, was it Schwartz and he was in like the baggy whitey tidies with like his concave butt and they're all like baggy and saggy it was on that level yes um i don't know it was i was just absolutely shocked but this but was then like a nighty, so i think it's worse than the baggy underwear was it or was it just like a shirt like a, I, I don't but know But what man sleeps in a shirt a girl does that no that's weird and like Clearly, they're filming. Like, you couldn't just grab a pair right. of shorts a robe, and just... A towel? Put it on. Yeah. Yeah. 
was just they have robes they have uh but i would i mean thank you to production for keeping that in because it's like sometimes when you see things like that like it gives you a little bit of insight into the person and what that showed me about Bo was i don't get it no i don't get it we've been struggling getting him anyways like with his constant bed head and then his oh he's wearing the quirky overalls again which is fine and funny to an extent but not when you're trying to be funny yeah and um once again like during this episode my favorite was not Bo, and i'm definitely not saying like oh my gosh Bo's so cute who i would say was a little more endearing once again um randall which surprises me yeah yeah, it's strange. So then they ask Jax, well, what'd you do last night when we all went out to bed to the bells? Oh, I just stayed in my room, watched friends. Ate his high chews and his gushers, I'm sure. And then he talks about thanking Schwartz for not completing the marriage certificate. Because once again, that means Jax is number one in the group. First to get married. Um, pretty much shades everyone else. He's like, and thank you, uh, Ariana, for deciding to be Sandoval's roommate for the rest of your life. Thank you, Sheena, for backsliding into the nightclub scene, driving every man away you've ever met. It's like, wh- why are you bringing Sheena into this? Why you gotta shade her? She hasn't, like, said or done anything to you. You're still on this train of trashing Tom and Ariana's relationship, whatever. He said it again. He rage-tweeted, like, my worst regret, my my only or my worst, my worst and only regret in life is having those two at my wedding, is what he tweeted. It's like, good God. But whatever, regardless, you have a problem with them. Why are you like insulting Sheena once again, who's always like pretty much been there for you and your wife? Ugh, annoying. Yeah. So then we go to the pool party. He's like, yeah, hey, I got, let's go down the pool. I got like a riding bull floaty. Um, this whole thing was pretty boring. They talk about <laughs> James and Raquel and Lala's going to reach out to James if he's really going to AA. Um, let's talk about the pool because this is another thing that I don't, I didn't think that it filmed that well. Like, I don't think any of you were like, wow, that looks like a really refreshing pool. Actually, a lot of people were like, that pool looks shitty. <laughs> the pool was full of bugs. Like, if you look closely in the shot, like, the water is... It it was like thick gel water. It was like <laughs> really disgusting and it was full of bugs and the pool just wasn't good looking. It was like a tiny little motel pool. Yeah. And, and there is no spa because when we originally were booking the reservations way back in December. Oh, by the way. Um, yeah, I have their seats to prove it. We booked the room in December before Jackson Brittany ever even released their wedding date. So there you go. Anyways, we had also looked into the spa and I kept calling and they said, well, it's not open yet. It's supposed to be open. It was supposed to be open like Memorial weekend and the next weekend. So that would be, I would be pissed off if I was booking that venue. I planned a whole spa day between the two day between rehearsal and wedding and there's no spa. So basically all I did was hire in some people to come give pedicures. I mean, remember, um, like on Wednesday or something, Kristen's like, is there any nail technicians in Kentucky that can come over? Right. So those were the nail techs that you saw when Jell's, when Jell, 
when Bo is like, I want to gel uh, or do my my toenails or whatever. It's like, oh, those poor girls. Oh yeah. Ugh. That's definitely like time massage and a half. my ankle tattoos. Oh yeah, Stassi posted something today. Her and Sm- Bo with his like ankle tattoos showing, and it was just smell my disgusting slip on Vans. Like oh, just frightening. So they're talking about what they're going to do tonight is we're going to all dress up and wear onesies tonight. And again, she's remember folks, she's four. So this tracks, um, and then Stassi's complaining how Kristen is just latching on to everyone in her family, her mom, her friends, her boyfriend. That's what she does. She just infiltrates them and then talks to them behind her back and props power move. Kristen, (laughs) um, that is something that's in her book. <laughs> it's actually, oh yeah, it's actually really hilarious. Like a lot of the things that they're like, and I, I have to wonder if like they're doing this on purpose because a lot of the things that I'm seeing in her behavior, she talks about in her book. So huh. eh, I don't know. Okay. And, yeah. So anything else happened at the pool party, and then we go over to the meet and greet, which you guys was yeah. They have to. I, I wouldn't want to do this as part of my wedding, I just want to enjoy the whole thing that I booked out and then not have to like go work. But I think they love it so much, like the attention and the ad adoration, especially in her hometown, like to have, so basically like she's on the bachelor and they're like, we're giving you the key to the city or American idol when they go and have a parade. Yeah. Like this is that moment for her. She's getting the key to the city or she's getting a parade via this meet and greet where she can just get adoring locals, probably all the girls that were mean to her in high school. She could be like, ha ha, look at me. Now, was it a meet and greet for the public or it was a meet and greet for her wedding party? Um, well, I, they were outside like red carpety, like taking pictures and talking to people on the street. But then it was like a private party inside. So no one was like, so you could meet and greet fans on the sidewalk, but no one was invited in. Yeah. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. So I assumed it was like a meet and greet for her, like people. Guests. Yeah. 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 Because they all were in there like Shep and yeah. the ex summer house people. And, um, and you heard Jack say it was hot in there. So once again, it was hot. <laughs> that's probably why Bo went outside. Well, I noted when she got off the shuttle bus, she, she did that whole gravelly, extended long she's like thank you and then like randall comes and i realize oh my god randall and Brittany have the same voice it's yeah all, i was like, gonna gravelly. say can you imagine those two together oh my god like i'm here yes you are it's like oh god i can't even do it i'm hurting my own ears yeah. let alone your guys so sorry yes. <laughs> um it's like a bone chilling but you know what when Lisa shows up, I hear where Brittany gets it. Because did you hear Sherry's like bone chilling screech? Oh my God! She did the same thing. No. Because they saw Lisa. But she sure did get giddy, that Sherry. Oh my God. <laughs> like she. Lisa Vanderpump's at my wedding. Oh, uh, I mean, Brittany's. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. She's marrying Jax Taylor. I do have to say, I have two more like tiny notes on the pool party back um, okay. at the castle really quick. Um, did you notice that Bo was wearing like, I don't know what it's called. Um, what is it called? Like that, like the leash that you put around your sunglasses where oh. <laughs> you can like wear it around your neck. Yeah. That he was wearing those. Um, and then did you notice Stassi's armpit tan? Like per usual. Yeah. Like she's like stretching back. She's like, so Katie, you're really not married. Like you're, 
you really don't have your your marriage license and like just like a square yes a square of white and orange yes you would think after all the feedback she's gotten on social media about that you'd like be a little conscientious or a little paranoid or when i give a fuck i heard that bo's the one who applies it now like she gets (laughs) he does her spray tans for her well that's what an assistant does (laughs) i wonder if lo is like like you ready to take him out Yeah. yeah yeah She's probably planting little seeds right now. He may wind up in a rehab. Yeah. Very soon. Let's, hmm, we should look hmm. at Bo's phone record. I mean, Lowe's phone records and see if Bo's called, mother's yes. phone number is on there because she may be She's probably to like checking in a lot like while they're um, mm-hmm. quarantined, you know, she's like making sure that he's up there up to date on what's going on with Bo. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so Randall, hello, just like Brittany, but then they see Lisa and um, Jax is all tearing up and Randall tells Jax, see, no one's missing your day. No one. And I'm like, um, yeah, yeah his mom is. <laughs> that was kind of like a rude statement. No one's missing your wedding. It's like, there's actually a lot of people that are missing the wedding. Like his mother. Yeah. I don't know. So, I don't know. The was, le- was Lisa wearing like a little cowgirl hat? Like because she was in Kentucky? Oh, oh, maybe. I thought it was just like a regular floppy hat. Yeah, it might have been just like a sun hat. But it was like yeah. almost, a, it had like a little Western edge to it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Sherry's beaming. Like she's so happy. And then, so Jax and Lisa kind of break off for a second. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> You want to know something crazy? It's gay pride in Lexington. He's like, I know. I mean, you, but you got to laugh at that a little bit. Right, Lisa? Right? Nudge, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and Lisa's like, uh, okay. Like, yeah. So then they're inside of the Roxy and Sheena sees like, a dance troupe outside like people on the street dancing like to a choreographed number like some kind of like Dougie meets line dancing number oh my god look at Ariana look at they're doing that dance and she's like is that Bo and instantly I'm like he is just waiting He he's in front of the window for a reason he's just waiting he's like I'm gonna be really funny they're gonna see me it's just gonna be such a hoot I'm gonna get out there and if it wasn't, you know what I would have liked to seen like someone else doing that, but like someone that shies away from the spotlight, it might have been a little funnier. I can say it was funny, but knowing that he just loves that class clown camera time so much between his stupid dinosaur outfits and you know who doesn't think he's funny, Lisa, <laughs> did you catch that? No. Like I like I just felt like when she like Stassi's like, look at him. Like I just love him so much, and Lisa's like, hmm, yeah. Well, dancing isn't his thing, right? Like I don't know. Like Lisa is in on the joke. I think like she's like Stassi, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, where are your standards? Um, I okay. I think it would have been funny if it was Ken out there doing it. Yes. You know what? Even James. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. Um possibly Schwartz, but he still has that 
he's just a little more um, you know what I, I, I would have laughed Bo. if katie was out there just by herself yes that would have been like i've been like whoa katie all right cool because cool. she's while she tries to get the airtime by butting into the conversations she's not out there trying to steal scenes no so that would have been funny that would have been funny yeah or even a drunk Kristen. yeah and then kind of like bambi legging and falling down a little bit but still trying yeah yeah someone else that just isn't always trying to that was just very expected and typical of him still funny but given who it was not as funny as it i didn't been. even laugh i didn't even chuckle i was just like oh no um i mean like i liked watching the other people doing it i thought that me was too. funny. me too yeah um yeah i also noted that every time that jacks would have like kind of a moment with lisa like where he was saying that you know unfortunately his mom wasn't gonna be there but at least his godmother is things like that he would say and he said this last week too he's like i'm getting really choked up i'm sorry hold on i'm getting choked up but the choked upness never came he just said it waited a second like not not a tear came not a furrowed brow came just he just said the words like three times and then moved on did you notice that like there was like truly no emotion behind like he was like i'm getting choked up and lisa's even like trying to help him she's like are you like what are you trying to say and like he it just it wasn't like genuine it wasn't authentic something was was off yeah all right. Well, we've got a few more scenes, but before we do that, let's talk about our sponsor this week. So you guys are, have heard us talking about Endurance. It's a direct provider of vehicle protection plans that saves drivers thousands of dollars on auto repairs. Endurance is rated the number one vehicle protection company by Consumer Affairs. Endurance offers the best customer service in the industry, staying with customers every step of the way um, from quote to claim. So I love that because... I don't know a lot about auto repairs and I always feel intimidated going into a mechanic and I just basically have to blind trust them and hope that I'm only getting what I need and or at least it's absolutely necessary because we all don't want to spend thousands of dollars. So it's nice to have a champion for you to handle that so you know you're getting what you need um, and by a reputable, reputable provider. So they offer a selection of plans that work best uh, for your um, situation, whether it's mileage, budget, schedule. uh, There's flexible plans that meet your needs. Um, The plan includes 24-7 roadside assistance, a personal concierge that they can help you if you're on the road and you break down, find you accommodations, which is nice because sometimes you don't know where you're at and what kind of neighborhood you're in or if it's safe. Um, so that's helpful that you have someone to help you with that, especially, you know, if you aren't on the apps or your phone stat or something like that, you don't have a lot of Jews left to look for hotels, uh, but they help with key fob replacement, which is super handy because how many times have you either lost, you only have like one key left or one fob and you lost it or the battery went dead and you're like, ah, how am I supposed to drive to a dealership when my fob is dead to replace the fob, you know, then you got to waste money on an Uber, Uh, but they help with tire repair as well. So super handy. So basically when a breakdown happens, endurance will handle the towing, paying the mechanic directly. 
Endurance's auto advocates will help with everything from negotiating the uh, best repair prices to finding you a hotel room if you're away from home. Endurance, empowering confidence for the road ahead. So you guys can check it out. Go to endurancenow.com slash pumpers for $300 off of our listeners. So endurance now, E-N-D-U-R-A-N-C-E-N-O-W.com slash pumpers for $300 off and check it out. Insurance plus endurance equals total protection. Cool. So we go back to Tom Tom, and that's when James and Max are talking about Raquel and kind of her ultimatum. And, you know, I thought James handled it really well, and I thought that he made a step forward when talking to Raquel, but he kind of backtracks, backslides, because we all know you need to do things like that for yourself, not for someone else. It's never going to work unless you seek help, therapy, rehab for yourself, not mm-hmm. because you're girlfriend or spouse or partner or mother told you to. So he kind of basically says, he's like, well, I don't want to go. He's like, I'm doing it for her because otherwise she's going to leave me. And that kind of negates like the the value he, he earned last week. Yeah, but uh, like I know that um, James like totally got a, he, I mean, he was awful last week, totally awful. And I know that like some people are even calling into question how we can still be fans of him and everything like that this is why i am a fan of james on my television you know maybe i don't like him as a person or whatever but oh, on my television i always stick by that i personally it, it's it's a hard hard sell but on the on the television it's he's a great character yeah. like he's he brings a lot to the show um but this is exactly what he brings like this was a boring scene like it's awkward talking about aa and you know, him being sober and whatever it is. I loved how he, like, this is what he, where he's great. He's like, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to go to Pico in a cold, dark room eating donuts with a bunch of depressed people talking about stories. South like, of Pico. Like, he he goes... Um, it's, it gets so specific that it it's comic relief. Yes. He like paints a picture. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And it's pretty quick. And, and I instantly could envision the space. It's like. Me too. It's metal chairs. Yeah. Like in an old. Like, and it's cold and wet. Like it's it like it really is like. Yeah. Dank. Yeah. yeah. And, and just like depression you know coffee and one of those like silver things yeah like at church with the little where it always kind of smells a little burnt like yeah. it's like this like it has like a little film to it <laughs> yeah so i mean good for him he's been nine months sober so i mean yes we've heard that before but it seemed like on andy he really was i mean he was very together on andy last night almost too much so because i'm like oh, he's not funny anymore he was just very sedate, but like alert, but just he was too afraid. You know what? I, here's what I don't like. And we noticed this at See You Next Tuesday. He is so now that he's a part of the group, it's kind of like Lala. Mm-hmm. Now that they're part of the group and accepted and that they are promoting him now, he is not, he's filtering himself. Yeah. 2000%. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he Andy played that game. Do you regret this? Oh, I regret everything about Katie. He regrets basically everything. Um, even the old man Jack's thing he makes endearing. He's like, he'll always be my old man. It's like, he is afraid of them. He is now accepted and he's just tiptoeing around. And that's not 
where he's great. Mm-mm. He's great when he's not and he doesn't give a fuck or he's trying to be, but he can't, he can't fall in line. And now he has fallen in line and he's boring. Yeah. And I guess he's on Lala and Randall's podcast this week. Yes. I haven't got to listen to it yet. I listened to and it on he the is way going home to, tonight. He is going to the wedding. Yeah. I heard that. It's crazy. So, um, that's all really that happened there. And then we go back for the onesie party, y'all. <laughs> We're so crazy. So the girls get in the onesies and have like a twerk off while the guys get shit faced, dress in like Bo's little night costumes, drink out of ladles. And then Sandoval talks about everything that he brought. I brought black um, safety pins. I brought white safety pins. I, I even brought tampons and I, and the good ones, the good ones. I bought the top of the line tampons. Like, I didn't, what are you saying? You didn't buy the generic ones? Because is there a top of the line tampon? Don't you just either prefer one of the two mainline brands or you're buying generic? Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like the good ones are a little more expensive. So I think that's what he was saying. But how does he know which one is good? I don't know. (laughs) But like, I I just think that was funny, a consideration. He's shopping. He's like, oh, I'll be there for the girls, too. And then he goes and he's like, no, you know what? This is five ninety nine. This one's six ninety nine. I'm gonna get the six ninety nine. Yeah, like that's you're really thinking through. You're like splurging. You know what? No, I'm not gonna buy you CVS brand. I'm going to buy Tampax. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, Katie tells Brittany she is just like a princess in a tower, which. To any four-year-old girl, that's just like music to your ears. Yeah. <sighs> Jax is wasted. And do we really need another montage of Jax and flash to all his women and why Britney's the right one? But that, that was a rough flashback. Yeah. It was. There's a lot of people other than Britney. And then when they showed Britney, it was like angry Britney. Um, I forgot to mention something before too. When um, anytime they're talking about the anytime the witches of WeHo are talking about the breakup with Kristen with Lala and everything, they're playing this like gangsters paradise music, like it's all doong and it's like yeah, we're probably gonna drop her. She's probably not gonna come to our wedding. Doong like it's just yeah, it's very bizarre. Um, my favorite part of this scene was Kristen's tit being out. Okay. Um, I loved how what Stassi said. Like this, this is when Stassi's funny. When she goes into her confessional and she's like, yeah, you know, Kristen's uh, tit was out and was basically just spelling her name in the air <laughs> as she flopped around. Like that's freaking funny. Like was she that's, hot? Oh, she was probably hot. It's funny. It's original. Like yeah. this is the Stassi that I love. Yeah. When she says shit like this. And I love Kristen. I love that she unzipped her onesie and was flopping her boob out. Like, that's hilarious. And, like, why didn't you just have, like, a bra or swimsuit or a tank top underneath? No, she went full commando. Yeah, in the onesie. I'm, I'm into it. And then um, <laughs> I loved how Ariana and Stassi were just sitting there, like, cracking up about it. It was cute. Yeah. What do you think of the twerking? I mean, I guess they're good. Yeah. <laughs> Made me want to try. I'm like, maybe I should work on that. Yeah. You never know when it's going to come in handy. I've practiced before, but I could definitely use a refresher course. I've also tried wall twerking. Yeah. 
I've tried that because like my niece was teaching my sister. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that. That's difficult. Oh, I thought that made it easier. Really? Yeah. It's hard to like get in that, that handstand position and then like well, I was gonna get say, the... on your handstand. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do it now? Kind of. There's, yeah, we did it on that wall right there. <laughs> Never know when you're going to need it. You can just whip something out like that. Yeah. I was talking to my sister that flew in tonight and she, this was completely unrelated, but she was saying this funny moment she had because we were talking about, oh, because my mom and my other sister drove here from Minnesota and got here today. So they were both talking about each other's driving. So my other sister was like, oh, yeah, when so-and-so, you know, I was driving with him and he just was like backseat drivering me. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, uh, do you have a license to be a backseat driver? And he goes, actually, I do. And he whipped out of his pocket like a fake license that said, you know, probably something you get at Spencer's Gifts or something that said backseat driver. But I thought the timing on that was hilarious. Like he actually did. And he was just waiting for that moment for someone to ask him. Oh my God. I remember when those used to be a thing. Really? Like I had a Christina Aguilera one that was like, it was like her like little license. And like I had it in my wallet and I thought I was so freaking cool. (laughs) That's funny. That is funny. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything else. Let's talk about Watch What Happens Live for a second. So, I mean, we kind of already did. Um, what do you think of Stassi's dress and everything? I thought it was really pretty. She, li- I mean, I like that. I like her hair. She's going back to. She, I mean, Stassi is at the top of her game right now. Like she looks you say that every week. amazing. She is like she looks different every week. <laughs> she, but she's been looking so like for a while there, like season three to seven i would say it was a toss-up like her look was all over the place yeah like she was like a little puffy she would like there was a lot going on she has it dialed in right now yeah i don't agree oh i do i actually took a picture of her on watch what happens live and sent it to someone saying wow she looks different here that's all that's all i'll say but like what in her face like fillers or something (sighs) different Mm, I think but so. I like her changing her hair up and getting away from the bleach blonde and there's nothing wrong with bleach blonde. It's just, it's nice to switch it up and she, she looks good in different colors of hair. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, no, she didn't look bad at all. I think she still looked beautiful. It just, it was like not what I expected, oh. but also kind of refreshing because they always have that Priscilla makeup artist just overdo the makeup on everyone yeah to where it like doesn't even look like them and it's getting kind of dated and it's like it's she does a really good job like i want her to do my makeup just to like take a picture and see what i look like in it yeah but it's all the time and it's so heavy-handed that it's like it gets a little old so i do like i know stussy does her makeup like all the time on her tour and everything which i applaud because so many people just have makeup artists like every day of their yeah. lives, which seems crazy. So I respect that she does her own makeup on the road and filming. She says a lot and probably here and it was just minimal and tasteful. So it, like fresh, like, yeah, you know, not overdone. So I respect that. And yeah. Um, and I, um, I loved that this, that we already talked about it a little bit, but the, the psychic was calling out her oh. wedding date. That was hilarious. I could tell she was not was like down a, with that. She's like, I have a workaround and that's like, go to the courthouse. It's like, Ooh, that's yeah. Just don't tell your parents. It's like, that's your workaround. Yikes. Yeah. Didn't sound good. 
Well, again, yeah, Stasi like Bo is not into that because he thinks it's sacrilegious and whatnot. But Stasi's kind of into that shit. Well, and S- Susan Miller is not one to f with. Like she is like a big deal because she's into crystals and like Stasi into crystals, but like just voodoo and all of that like energy because she's yes you know, yeah. like New Orleans ish yeah. Um, and you know you can just dabble for fun. Like she loves Ouija boards. Some people just don't even mention the word to them. You know what I mean? So Stasi's down for this kind of shit. So I think it's freaking her out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, who wants to hear that? So I get um, side note, something we forgot to mention in the beginning, you guys check out Sheena's new YouTube channel. It's totally worth a watch. You guys know I'm a big YouTuber. I love YouTube. I love, 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 love that Sheena has started a YouTube channel. Um, it's, amazing and the second episode is awesome they go to Kristen's house to for her surprise birthday party and there's this huge fight in her driveway with her neighbor and it is Kristen and the neighbor amazing are you serious Brock and the neighbor um yeah I just got a, a message um about that it was terrifying. Brock wasn't messing around. He was going to protect all of them. Wow. She's like, y'all called it shady neighborhoods. So the neighbors were shady or scary? Uh, I, this isn't the shady, the shady neighbor I th- I was talking, we, you know, is the Jack's one. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, this is apparently, I mean, then when you like kind of see the house, you're like, ooh, I see how this could be a problem. I don't know. So that's on the, Okay, so yeah. how, do, how do I go there? It's I, 100 million times more entertaining than Vanderpump Rules. Okay, so I go to youtube.com slash Sheena. Just Sheena, yeah. And it'll come up? Yeah, she's released two episodes. It's really good. Cool. Um, And her premise of releasing it was like, Vanderpump Rules isn't showing my life, so fuck them. Like, she literally wrote that, fuck them, I'm going to show good. my life. And um, Good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's very Sheena, but still youtube i mean i'm like a fan of all the people that um all of like sheena's youtube friends so i she's definitely following their format and it's very entertaining cool i will check it out yeah all right well we still have some things planned coming up that will be fun stay tuned um we are going to review christian's book um hopefully i can yeah i should be able to because I know you can jump around, too. You don't have to go in order. So I'll definitely get most of it done by the weekend. So next week, maybe we can it's talk about it. It's a super easy read. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, you guys, follow us on the Graham Vanderpump Rules Party or at Pumpers Nation. And join our private Facebook group. And you can see lots of footage, videos, photos from Kentucky, the inside track before the wedding, what happened. Um, the podcasts are up there from last June if you want the details as they happened or just to refresh because you're watching the episodes finally. It's kind of fun to like, listen along while you see the footage. And that's about it. If you guys want to leave a voicemail, 805-VANDER8. If you'd like us to play the voicemail, let us know and specify that because I know a lot of you guys have been leaving messages, but we don't know if you want us to play them or not because we don't want to just assume and then have you be mad and be like, why did you play my message? Um, so just let us know. And you know what? I forgot to check birthdays this week. 
I apologize. So we will make up for it next week and give you the shout outs you deserve and whatever else we can do. All right. Sounds good. Cool. Bye. Bye.